And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the Aram of Connaught wants changes at an intersection where a tragic crash Friday claimed the lives of 15 people from the Humboldt Broncos. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. Agri-News also brought to you by South Country Equipment, your one-stop for great service and a selection of agricultural precision ag and lawn and garden products. It was an emotional day in the Saskatchewan Legislature yesterday. The Saskatchewan Legislature suspended normal operation to send a motion of condolences to those affected by the Humboldt Broncos bus tragedy. Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart was among those offering his support to the community. I know that uh, Saskatchewan people will always be there for you. Uh, that uh, any time that you signal that you need them, please reach out to them when you feel that you need to, as you will in the weeks, months, and years to come. It's rare that we are ever in total agreement <laughs> in this great room uh, where I stand and make these uh, uh, insignificant and inadequate and meager remarks today. But today we truly are united in our thoughts and and prayers for you, and I hope that you can take some strength from that. I'm sure that everyone in this province who has ever prayed uh, has said a prayer uh, for you and, uh, and for those uh, close to you uh, that were in that bus. God bless you and, uh, and those who uh, we all lost on Friday. Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart speaking in the Saskatchewan Legislature yesterday. The Aram of Connaught is seeking changes at an intersection where the tragic crash Friday claimed the lives of 15 people from the Humboldt Broncos. The Broncos team was on Highway 35 when in a collision with a semi-trailer at the intersection of Highway 335. Councillor Dale Pogamiller says Highway 335 has stopped signs with flashing warning lights at the intersection with Highway 35. He says council approved a motion yesterday asking for rumble strips on Highway 335 to improve safety at the deadly site. Well, basically, our mainly discussions were about that corner there where the accident did happen at and stuff like that. And we were just uh, talking about what, you know, is there existing already and, and what could be maybe added to make it safer, that corner. Like, there's already warning signs ahead of time that there's a stop sign coming up. And there's a flashing red light that you can see from quite a distance that, that warns you that, that is, there is a, a stop sign up ahead. There's, there is a flashing light right at that stop sign so that you can see for quite a ways, as well as the stop sign. But what we are sort of discussing there, we'd like to maybe see some rumble strips maybe put in by the highway there, because it is a, quite a major intersection there, and we'd like to see. So we put forth a motion that we'd like to send a letter to highways and have them put in rumble strips on both the west and east sides of that highway for sort of warnings for motors that that is a stop sign there and they definitely know something major is coming up then and that's the motion we put through so we're going to be our secretary is going to be sending a letter to highways that that's what we're requesting or hoping that they'll they'll do i understand this has been a pretty bad corner at times Yes, yes, it is. Yes, there was a, there has been a few accidents there. That's for sure. Yes, and one other fairly major one too. Before that, back in 1997, there was one where a family was uh, all killed in a car accident there as well. You believe rumble strips will help? I think 
they sure should. Uh, they definitely, in any place that there is other major intersections, that uh, I think they do help somewhat. That's for sure, and I can't imagine them not helping. So, so I think they they would help for sure. Yes. Dale Pugamiller is an RM counselor for the municipality of Connaught near Tisdale. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Precision Ag, the power of growth in Griffin, Carlisle, Carnduff, and Odessa. Cold weather has slowed the opening of grain movement through Thunder Bay this spring. That's another concern after a poor winter movement of grain. But CN's Director of Grain Marketing, David Shednovic, says there has been steady improvement through the month of March. Well, CN saw steady improvement in March for grain movement. In grain shipment weeks 32 to 35, which basically covers March, CN averaged spotting over 5,750 hoppers per week between country elevators and processors. And the range was 5,586 to 5,953 for individual weeks, so pretty steady. CN's consistently been spotting north of 5,000 hoppers per week at country elevators as well. Now, the four previous weeks in February, however, CN spotted just over 4,100 cars per week between processors and country elevators. So even though we've seen real improvement in March, we still know there's a lot of ground to be made up, and CN remains focused on maintaining the momentum that we've built up through March. Through Grain Shipment Week 34, grain deliveries to primary elevators and processors stood at 36.6 million tons, which is 1.8 million tons lower than last year's record pace, and 5.5 million tons, or about 20%, ahead of the pace of 2013-14. Shednovic says grain shipments out of the lakehead have been affected by cold weather. It's been a bit of a slow start to the shipping season outbound at Thunder Bay. The first vessel in to load was the CSL Welland, and it was alongside G3's terminal loading grain on March 27th. But by April 1st, just three grain vessels had been loading in Thunder Bay. Ice conditions on Lake Superior as of early April were still not good, and the cold weather at the end of March into the first week of April really slowed the melt on Superior, so ice has definitely been an issue. Shednovic outlines the grain shipping plans through the port of Thunder Bay. Unlike Vancouver, where there's just one rail carrier serving individual grain terminals, both CN and CP service all the major grain facilities in Thunder Bay. Starting up north, you have Richardson's two terminals. On the other end of town, you have G3's terminal along with Superior Terminal, which is a joint venture between P&H and Cargill. There's also a small facility on the Mission River called Western Grain. And in the middle of town, you have Viterra A and B House along with Canada Malting. You know, the Eastern Grain supply chain is pretty interesting. You have direct grain exports ex Thunder Bay on Salties. You have Lakers transporting grain from places like Thunder Bay and Duluth to transfer elevators on the St. Lawrence. And then there are direct rail shipments from Western Canada, transfer elevators in Montreal, Three Rivers, and Quebec City. Crush plants like Bungie Hamilton, ADM Windsor, and Viterra at Beconcourt are all important destinations for canola and soybeans. You have wheat mills using Western Canadian wheat in their grists in Ontario and Quebec. And of course, there are the big breweries out east consuming malt. And those Lakers just don't handle grain. For example, iron ore is a big business still, with shipments from places like Duluth and Two Harbors to steel mills on the lakes, as well as for shipment to Quebec City for transshipment onto ocean-going vessels. And it sounds like there will be a pretty good export ore program this year. David Shednovic is the Director of Grain Marketing for CN Rail. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were moving down during the past week. Provincial livestock economist Brad Marsignuk says feeder steers and heifers were down 3 to $4 per hundredweight on average. Well, Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were getting lower in all the reported categories last week. Canfax reported Saskatchewan feeder steer prices declined between $0.30 cents and $6.27 per hundredweight. The largest price decline was in the 6 to 700 pound feeder steer weight category, and on average, feeder steer prices declined by about $3 per hundredweight. 
Saskatchewan feed heifer prices were also lower in all the categories reported last week. Feeder heifer prices declined between $2.10 and $7.08 and per hundredweight. The largest price declines were in the 3 to 400 pound weight category, and on average, feeder heifer prices declined by over $4 per hundredweight. And the factors behind these declines? Well, Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were overall lower and some weakness in U.S. feeder cattle cash markets, along with a higher Canadian dollar we saw last week. So we did see a little bit of pressure for those reasons. And what were marketings? Canfax reported 6,999 head of cattle were sold in Saskatchewan last week, and that was down from 13,152 head marketed the previous week. What happened with market-ready cattle prices? Well, slaughter cow prices in Alberta edged lower last week. The price of D1-D2 slaughter cows declined $1.33 to average $91.42 per hundredweight, while the price of D3 slaughter cows declined $1.09 to average $79.50 per hundredweight. Fed cattle prices in Western Canada for Alberta fed steers continued lower last week, with prices reported to average $155.83 per hundredweight, and that was a decline of $4.17 per hundredweight from the previous week. Marcin Yuk says the ongoing trade dispute between the U.S. and China is adding to cattle price volatility, and it is expected to continue. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornsson, Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were moving down in early trading this morning. Canola fell a dollar forty at four ninety seven zero four. Oats decreased three eighty four at one forty six thirty nine. Number one red spring wheat dropped eighty nine cents at two forty four twenty. The rest were unchanged. Durham two hundred sixty dollars and eight cents. Feed barley one ninety seven sixty three. Flax four sixty two eighty four. Yellow peas two forty four fifty four. Feed wheat. 189.58. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May spring wheat is up a half cent at 6.27 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of April 10th. It was Weyburn's turn for a regular sale last week. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.85 cents to $0.95. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.70 cents to $0.85. Cents. Good butcher bulls sold from $1.02 to $1.22. We had a pre-sorted calf and yearling sale here last Monday. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.13 and sold up to $2.25. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.04 and sold up to $2.16. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $1.97 and sold up to $2.04. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $1.94 and sold up to $2.05. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $1.79 and sold up to $1.92. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.65 and sold up to $1.76. And steers over 900 pounds averaged $1.48 and sold up to $1.58. Heifers were about 20 to 25 cents back from the steers. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too.
Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,000 hogs Monday, selling a range of 106 to 129 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,600 head, selling a range of 108 to 126 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and forward contract prices opened up this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar is up 21 basis points with a daily exchange rate at 1.2729. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.22 cents US. Cash prices have followed the same trend as wholesale pork prices, which are down $13 a hundredweight, or about 16% from levels seen about one month ago. Pork bellies have lost about a third of their value, as supplies are large enough to avoid a sharp increase in price that has typically come in the spring time frame and rates directly to strong restaurant demand. Lean hog futures experienced a surge late in yesterday's trade, with the August, October, and December contracts all gaining more than $2 a hundredweight. Further gains are being seen this morning, as there appears to be a lack of sell orders at higher prices, perhaps due to the pessimistic fundamentals with which the market has been dealing with. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy skies, the high plus 2. Today is the day it's supposed to actually start melting. The low minus 6. Tomorrow, though, it's supposed to get some snow. 5 centimeters or 2 inches of snow tomorrow. Wind southeast 20, the high plus 1. Chance of evening flurries tomorrow, the low minus 5. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high plus 2, the low minus 11. Friday, sunny with a high minus 2, the low minus 8. Saturday, sunny and melting again, the high plus 5, the low minus 4. Sunday, sunny, the high plus 9, almost getting close to our normal high for the day, the low minus 3. Monday, partly cloudy, the high plus 7. The normal high is plus 11 for this date, the normal low minus 3. The sun rose at 6.15 this morning, it sets at 7.44 tonight. And around the province this hour, Estevan is plus 1, Saskatoon 0. Swift Current plus 4, Weyburn minus 3, Yorkton is plus 2. In Regina with sunny skies, it's minus 4, that's 25 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southwest at 5. Humidity is 89%. The barometer is rising. It's at 102.0. Sunny and Moose Jaw, plus 3. Winds are from the west-northwest at 8. Once again, Regina is sunny, minus 4 degrees. That's 25 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.